The content of this recording is copyrighted by Sandler Systems, LLC. All rights reserved. This is the Building Blocks of Success with Glenn Matson. Welcome back to the Building Blocks of Success. Today, we're going to be talking about thinking things through. Now, that may seem like an easy topic to do and seems so nonchalant about just getting it done. But how many times when we have a task to do, we have an activity that needs to get accomplished, that we look at this thing and next thing you know, we find ourselves wasting a good 20, 30% of our time going back and getting additional materials, additional tools, additional resources because we didn't prepare. What you'll find is, is that many different resources will tell you the average person wastes about 22 to 32% of their time because they're not prepared on doing a task. So when they have to go back and get either a new tool or a process or a, you know, a, a competency or something they need to learn, they have to go back and either find it, get it, and then get their mind back into the game typically takes an average of 12 minutes. If they have something that's right handy to them and they break their task and they go over and they have to get something different and they go back in and that something different they had to get was relatively easy to get, it still impacts them by three to three and a half minutes to get their mojo back. So having the ability not to think things through is, is really important. Now, we're talking about thinking things through from a large project at work, right? Massive elephant that has all these moving parts, all the way down to something as easy as I have a meeting coming up. How do I make sure I'm prepared for it? All these critical thinking skills, believe it or not, are developed early on when we're children. So having the capacity to sit back, think things through unemotionally, and look at the tasks, the things that you need to bring with you from a logical mindset without any emotion involved in it is something that we have to practice. As again, many of us, we also get distracted. I mean, I've seen how many times have you done this? You've gotten up from the den, you go into the kitchen to do something. And as you're going into the kitchen, you see something in the hallway. So you go do what's in the hallway. Then you get into the kitchen. You see three other things that need to be done in the kitchen. You do those things. And quite honestly, most of us forget why we're in the kitchen. Or when we get into the kitchen, we finally get to the task. But it's the fifth thing that we did on the way there when it was only the first thing on our to-do list. So we have to take a look at how we can get this done and how to effectively do that. So when we look at critical thinking with thinking things through, let's walk through a couple of things that we need to do. The first piece that you need to understand is what is the end result? I know this sounds so foolish, but you have to really spend time on what's the end result. Is the end result, for instance, you're looking at a, a wall that you have to take down the wallpaper and you have to take off the glue and then you're going to have to prime the wall and get it prepared to paint it. Then you're going to have to paint it. You have to literally sit through each piece. So if you want a, a room that you're walking in and has wallpaper in it and you want the end result to look like it's painted and looks gorgeous, you have to have clarity on what you want the end game to look like. You have to have clarity on exactly what it looks like, how it feels, the vibe, everything. You need clarity on that. Thinking things through is reverse delegation. So you got to get to the end result. Now, the next question you ask is, what are the tools that I need to have to accomplish that objective? What are the tools I need? Now, tools are things that you take to utilize in a task to make it easier. That's a pen, piece of paper, could be a scraper, could be a tarp. Those are tools. So what are the tools that you need? And remember, you got to be super detailed. So 
if you're going to say, well, I got to take the wallpaper off. Okay. So how are you going to take the wallpaper off? How are you going to scratch the wallpaper? What are you going to spray on it to undo the glue? How are you going to take the glue off? How are you going to take all the glue off? So you have to walk through and say, okay, do I need a scraper? I need a sponge. Do I need a bucket to, to do that? Do I need something on the floor? So as you walk through, not just the end result, but as you do a reverse delegation, a reverse playback of what that looks like, and you start going through this big elephant, the end result, and you're breaking it down. As you're breaking it down, you're asking yourself, okay, what are the tools I need to have to accomplish that task? Third thing, so what are the documents? What are the add-ons? What are the supporting documentation if needs need be? What do I need to have? So that maybe that's directions on how to use it. Maybe that's a, a handout you need to have, some kind of documentation to show what you're, you're, you're outlining for somebody. So first is end result. Next is you step-by-step in terms of details of what it looks like, the sequential steps. Same mindset of taking a large project and breaking it down to four or five bite-sized pieces. So for instance, taking the same example we're talking about with a bathroom and taking down your... Uh, wallpaper, if people even still have that now. But if you're going to take down the wallpaper, that's one stage. Preparing the walls, the second stage. Painting, it's the third stage. So even in this one task, we can break it down to three subsets. So to do each of those subsets, what are the tools we need? What are the documentations that we need? Third thing you have to ask yourself is what skills do we need to have? So if you've never taken down wallpaper, then you need to figure out how to take down wallpaper. So what are the skills you need to have? Then you have to ask yourself, where am I in those skills rating? So you can learn what you need to do to get the task done. With that, it's going to help you out what background knowledge you need to have. What do you need to learn before you do the task? There's nothing worse than getting yourself prepared to do something. And then you have all everything laid out to do it. And then you find out your skill set or your competency is really low. And you got to get on YouTube for three hours to figure it out. So as we start to sit down and figure out your task, again, end result, what are the large rocks that need to be done in between? So you take a large piece and you break it down to bite-sized pieces. What are the tools I need to have? What are the documents I need to have? What are the skills I need to have? And then um, in the background is, is what are those missing? So that'll help you break it down. In essence, you need to ask yourself the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how. So by looking things through, we do a couple of things. One, we are trying to take our emotions out of the process. Taking our emotions out of the process is we're leaving our child in the car and we're trying to do this task purely adult-like. We don't want to bring the critical parent in there either. They just sit there and stir the pot and cause problems. So if we can think it through purely adult, it'll make it easier. Remember, freedom comes from discipline. So have the discipline to prepare correctly. And it'll give you freedom to do the activity with less stress. You know, I remember I have brothers and when we have a task to do, our father, maybe it was different in your family, but my family, we never paid anyone to do anything. My father's mindset is, is that if they can figure it out, I have four boys, we're going to figure this out. I'm pretty sure between my dad and my grandfather, they've done pretty much everything. And which in turn means that we did everything. So it was interesting to sit down and didn't make a difference what the task was. I remember my father would sit us down, historically it would be in the driveway or in the garage. And he would first say, is okay, this is what we're doing today. We're like, all right. Then we weren't really paying attention. And he would say it again. This is what we're going to be doing today. Now that could be anything from cutting down a tree to moving wood 
putting on a new roof to anything that needed to be done, right? These are just daily chores and tasks that we all remember we did. We always had one or two large projects that were always in play when I was a kid. So we would sit there, he would share with us what the task is. We would all have to think in our brains and really be quiet and not act like a five-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 15-year-old, but think about the task. And he would ask us to walk through with baby steps. What are the things that we need to bring with us to do this job? And anything you yelled out, for the most part, when you're you know seven or eight, you're not saying in a logical order, you're just yelling stuff out. All right. So for instance, we're going to go chop some wood today. What do we need? You know, someone yells out a chainsaw. Well, that's genius. Great idea. Well, you need a mall. All right. Great. What else? So it's when you get down to the details is where the devil is. We've all heard that. So big rock stuff, the big things that we need are going to come relatively easy, but really think things through to find out the details. There's nothing worse than driving someplace to clean out a field of trees and you forgot to bring the file to sharpen the blades, or you didn't bring enough oil with you, or you didn't bring the right screwdriver with you so that you could actually deal with some of the issues. So you have to think things through. We would always sit there and he'd ask, okay, what else? What else? And we would make a list. And then at the end, my father would say, okay, this is what you're saying that we need. And he would do quite honestly, active listening, give it back to us. And as he gave it back to us, in his genius, right, he would ask us questions on the ones that we forgot. He would say things like, okay, that's great. So we can bring the chainsaws there. We have two of them, three malls. Yep. We have this, we have this. Gotcha. So if we're going to be up there and cutting wood for, for six or seven hours, do you think our chains are going to get a little dull? And we'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what do we need to make sure that the chains are sharp? We'd yell out a sharpener. Right. So my father knew what the answers were. But instead of just giving it, us a list of what to get, right? Like you go to our grocery store, or you got these six things, you got these five things that separate and conquer. That's not what we did on Saturdays. He would make the list together and we would have to go get all those things. But he would have us walk it through it. We would pull everything out. We would lay it all down on the floor. And he would say again, what are we missing? Do we have everything? And when you finally have everything, we'd get to work and we wouldn't miss a beat. So here we are 30 years later, 50 years later, I look at a task, what are the things I say to myself? Just the same things that were taught when I was a kid. Think it through, sit down, don't get emotional, don't react, especially if it's negative. Take a deep breath, what do I need? What are the things I need to do to get to the end result? What are the two or three subsets of this? Break this elephant down to small pieces. What do I need to accomplish to get there? Accomplish those things, what are the tools I need to have? Besides my tools, what documentation do I need to have? What knowledge do I need to have? What skills do I need to have? And you have to be really honest with yourself and check taking a, uh, a diagnostic of how well you are in those areas. And then you're prepared. Have the ability to slow yourself down and think things through. Quite honestly, having a to-do list is one of the best ways of doing that. You slow yourself down, you write down what the end result is in one or two sentences. What are the two or three large rocks or bases, first base, second base, third base, do you have to get to so you can finally get to home plate? Break that elephant into pieces. To accomplish each of those pieces, what are the things you need to have? What are the things you need to own? What are the things you need to bring with you? What happens, unfortunately, for many of us 
is we kind of go through this life and we have like really two systems in our brain. One is, one is impressions and feelings and intentions. Um, and the other is, you know, just generally thinking of, of, of things that we have to get done. And, and that uses low energy. And when it uses low energy, um, what starts to happen is, is that we start thinking about things and doing things with almost zero effort. We're on autopilot and it's very normal in our lives. Someone says, hey, can you do this? Yeah, no problem. I'll get it done. And you start to task and you're an autopilot. You haven't sat back and thought through what you have to do. Think through the either the skills or the documents you need before you take action. Don't actually take action and then adapt as you're taking it. You're going to have enough of that in life later. But man, it is so much easier to take the pressure off of you to make either immediate action or make the wrong action. This is to step back, analyze it, look at the big picture, break it down to small size pieces, and then ask yourself, what do you need? I mean, look, if we look at painters, granted they do this in the middle of the activity, I'd like you to do it before, but even painters will paint. They sit back, they let it dry for a day or two. They look at their large paintings or they may paint a little bit, sit back and they look at it and say, okay, that's not exactly the color tone I was looking for. That looks pretty good. It's not what I was hoping for. Or that, man, that looks really, really nice, different than I would have saw it in my head and they could move on for it. But having the ability to sit back and be curious, be humble, take a moment to take a deep breath and thinking things through, even when you know the answer, will still make you effective by a 30% increase. So we're not talking about a little bit of stuff. So start these things easy. Go to the grocery store. Think things through on a Saturday morning. Where if you're going to the grocery store and you also need to get your oil changed, are you going to get your oil changed while you're getting the groceries? Think things through. So we have to make sure we have everything. When's the last time you went on an airplane? You're like, oh my God, I forgot this or I forgot that. You didn't think it through. So take a look at all the things that you have to do. When I travel, for instance, there's lots of stuff I have to make sure that we have our small details when you do a presentation. You've got to have the thumb drive. You've got to have it backed up. You've got to have your PowerPoint printed out. You've got to make sure that you have your, your, um, your mouse, you can move it forward uh, in terms of your presentation. So there's all these small things that you need to make sure that you constantly have. And the more you do it, the more you know what that list looks like. But that comes from experience. So without experience, make sure you have the ability to improve your thinking skills, to turn on that part of your brain versus you're not on autopilot. Start thinking like an adult and less like a child that's emotional. Ask yourself, what's the task at hand? What do I need to do? When do I need to get it done by? How do I need to do it? What is it going to look like? What tools do I need to have to get that done? Look at the various sources of things that you're gonna to need to do that process. So you have to think it through. So take a moment, something as easy as brushing your teeth, bringing the kids to school, going grocery shopping, taking care of the lawn out in the backyard, sitting down replacing the screen and the screen door. Doesn't make a difference. Think it through. Think of all the things that you need to do that you're gonna to need to have before you get started. Work on the small stuff so when it comes to the big stuff, it's really easy. Because you're gonna find when you actually start breaking things down and thinking things through, not as bad as they are. Here's your building blocks of success. Take it, take a look at it, think it through, use it to make yourself better moving forward. This is the Building Blocks of Success with Glenn Matson. 